This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Vesley, an O-line coach for the Arizona Hotshots. Big Dick Toledo sitting there. I haven't seen a Hot Shot shirt. Sweet. <laughs> I'm trying to gather all the teams. I'm telling I had you. Some you Seattle are? Dra- I had some Seattle Dragon stuff what? I'm trying to trying to gather. As your financial advisor, let me tell you, this is a monumental mistake. No, it's Coinbase it's money, money, man. Will, Coinbase no, why, money. Why get involved in crypto Coinbase stuff? If you're going to waste the, the winnings... I'm going to get the entire, what was the league called? I don't even remember. AFA? AAF. AAF. The Arizona. The American, American Association of Football. Yep. Didn't even finish the season because they went broke. <laughs> and you want all the jerseys. <laughs> I have that Hot Shots jersey. Man, is that an ugly, ugly, <laughs> really ugly <laughs> jersey. The worst. I it's, still, I think, have a blanket. An adorable one? Yeah, throw, a throw blanket. <laughs> you should give that to Caleb. $19 a month. That's a dog's blanket. That is not for your child. Yeah, that Hot Shots jersey sits in my closet with a, a bunch of other jerseys, and I look at it, and every time I forget. Like, you see black and gold from my Steelers stuff. The, the got a couple Coyotes jerseys. I got some Cardinals stuff they've given me, a couple Diamondbacks things, and then in the middle of it is this putrid green and orange and yellow. What the hell is that? I always wonder, what is that thing? Oh, Right. I even had a, a softball jersey that uh, was given to us by the Chandler Fire Department and Police Department. They had us fly out in that helicopter, that softball tournament. Oh, yeah. Ugly jersey, but I kept it because it's just way too much going on there. But it's better than that Hot Shots gear. I'm glad that place went out of business. <laughs> see those jerseys everywhere. But anyway, what are you going to do? It was an awful league, and Toledo is getting every team. Name the teams. I don't even remember. You had the uh, San Seattle, Diego. Seattle Dragons. San Diego Fleet. Yep, the San Diego Fleet. And what was the third one? There was the Texas third team. one. Oh, yeah, because there were seven more. I forgot about the East Coast. It was teams. Florida. Uh, Jesus, yeah, because Landry had to be Jones. An L- L.A. team. There didn't have to be. <laughs> there was New York. Be. I mean, the NFL didn't have an L.A. team. For New it. York Destroyers. Orlando Apollos. The Apollos. That's right. The, do, oh, San Antonio Commanders. The Birmingham Iron. Atlanta Legends. Memphis Express. San Diego Fleet and the Salt Lake Stallions. Wow. Disaster. Now, was that the one? No, the XFL came back for a little bit, too. Yeah, and they got and they killed because of COVID. It. That's right, COVID. And the rock bottom. So they're coming back at some point. Okay, that's right. Or he's just uh, letting it get, you know, he He bought all the intellectual property. That's, he did. That's pretty good and then I think it was turned around. Around. around, but there's still plenty of people that think uh, Farm <laughs> League for the NFL has some legs to it. Well, I don't speaking of people need practice. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of football and death, Toledo, roll them. <laughs> this is this is the simulation is in hey, full Twitter effect. World is me, yours truly. Tough morning listening to all the criticism that LeBron Le, uh, James is getting. Uh, I'm a fan of LeBron. I admire the work that he's done, how he's helped his community, and how he's helped his friends, uh, and how he's been fighting all of these social issues, especially that of. Uh, 
systemic racism in the legal system and with the police departments around our country. But you can't fight every battle, you know? You can't, uh, you gotta pick your battles. I mean, it's a war that must be fought, but sometimes you need to take your time and be a little more patient before you comment on some of these um Keep in mind, uh, OJ's talking about a stabbing. With police departments. Uh, this one, uh, LeBron should have waited. Uh, I'm a little upset with most of the media because they showed us edited versions of what took place with the girl with the knife. They made it sound as if this was another police officer uh, overreacting and killing a young black American. Well, from what I saw when I saw the full tape, the police... Um, guy had no choice he responded we wish he could have pulled a taser we wish he could have done it uh, in another way but in that instance if he hadn't done what he did it appeared to me if another young american would have had her life taken uh um how's that feel because you can do it really but i can't fault it but lebron keep fighting the fight I think we all got to be a little more patient. Uh, I'm against defunding the police. I think you just got to <laughs> redirect some of those funds. What's happening? Dealing with more, uh, uh, OJ Simpson makes more sense what? than anyone else. It's the first what? time I ever I thought I would agree with OJ. I, I, but I, I, I agree with me. every yeah. tweet he puts out. It's I would vote for that OJ if you didn't ever. If I just landed here, I was like, <laughs> who's this guy? He's pretty good. Right. Uh, let me show you the history. Just real don't quick. piss yeah. him off. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't don't get me started, Brady. <laughs> don't get me going on uh, <clears throat> how to let a stabbing play itself out. Oh, look, you have to you have to get all the facts in before you can all start telling everybody what happened on that. She was good, and there were no blondes. I don't know why anybody's mad. They'll just let a bitch stab a bitch, and then find out after. When the cops start to frame you, what happens? I don't understand why we're all jumping. What Whoa. was that? Hey. OJ, what's going oh, on? I'm, I'm also a cockfighter. <laughs> I've been working. I've been dabbling with the cartel. Juice, with- some guy's walking out with your Heisman. Yeah, no, that happens, and I'll go get that. You don't have to worry about that. I'll use force this time. I'll, win. I'll get it. I'll get it quietly. I just, I would look, when a woman's going to stab another woman, you sit back and you wait to see. I mean, and then the cop. He had a choice, but sometimes a man has no choice when it comes to killing a woman. I mean, <laughs> you, you just have to weigh all the options. I think LeBron should have been more patient. I think LeBron should have thought things through before he acted. I think that's been my motto throughout life. <laughs> Patience and thinking things out before you actually act. That's, that's what I say. That's right? going to tea. Simpson solo. All right. All right. What a world. Can't find three more to play with me. All right. Well, I'll go out there by myself. Roll out there and, and start slicing away. Okay. All right, Twitter world. Yours truly over and out. O.J. Simpson talking about people stabbing each other, using patience and time to figure out what happened before we act and he's right there wasn't anything he said aside from being oj and having the absurdity of him talking about a stabbing but who better really right wonder if he has some golfing buddies over the years you're like you know what he just had a it was just a bad time in his life and i i mean when you hear his side of it (laughs) how could you not be a new friend and go when are we gonna when are we gonna get to you telling me whether or not 
<laughs> when are we going to do it? I'm talking about that. You make up your own mind. We play golf. I'm not going to kill anybody again. So you did it? Well, no, I didn't do anything. It's your turn. You ask a lot of questions. You remind me of Johnny Cochran. <laughs> Worse still, you remind me of Christopher Darden. Or the minute one of his buddies complains about legal fees. <laughs> Let <laughs> me tell you. Yeah, those. I got T-boned over there on uh, Hacienda Avenue. That's terrible. It's going to cost me three grand in lawyer's fees. Just to, well, <laughs> that's not bad, really, considering <laughs> millions and millions of my dollars are now gone. He pulls out his Walgreens receipt from the <laughs> <Right>. attorney. <laughs> I'm a wolf of Walgreens. Are you crazy? I mean, that all the time. Good cutlery. Yeah, so O.J. Simpson, I got to say, might also be the bravest American in the world because this, no is, this is the biggest F you to society without actually saying it than anyone's ever had before, ever. How in the world does he go, I'm making a comment on the stabbing watch. And people are like, O.J., just leave it. Just go golf. Just shh. Nope. Had my trial. It. I was found innocent. Not guilty, Brady. Not guilty. Yes, not guilty. Now, I'm paying on the other thing. Right. Because he was found incredibly guilty of causing the death of two people that cost him a fortune in the civil trial. And he did 12 years for stealing his own stuff back. Now, that I was guilty for. I did that. That I did for sure. That was my Heisman. I worked hard for that Heisman trophy. I'd kill a bitch to take my Heisman. Hey, he figures he can get away with that. He can definitely yeah, get away with these comments. And, you, it doesn't and, matter. and OJ busting into your hotel room with a gun, and you're like, this dude will do it. I've seen what yeah. he's done. Like, you got to no. give him the Heisman bag. Dummies have to know better than piss off the wrong dude. Or where they were relieved it was a gun. Yeah, that's Rather true. Than that's, a- that's, yeah, that is true. It's like, yeah, be like if John Wayne busted in your house with a pocket knife. You're like, I think I got this one. If he had guns, I'd be worried, but you're right. Yeah, OJ. OJ putting a tweet out about the the current situation between police and stood up for the police, who his whole entire freedom hinged on whether or not the cops tried to frame his ass for murder. That was his defense, that the cops were so corrupt. All of Los Angeles, all of it, and their police department was trying to frame him. Dana Carvey's great bit about that, where he's like, every single person in Los Angeles in the police department had to be in on this. And it had to start with a phone call where a guy called and said, hey, O.J. Simpson's wife was murdered and there's another man here on the patio. I want to frame O.J. And the other guy's like, do you have any evidence? Not yet. That's too good. Let's do this. Let's do this. You're You're right. Let's do this. It's just too good not to try. And, And would have to go through without one tattle in the entire police department, not one person stepping up saying we did actually try to frame him. Not one. And that was what it hinged on. And then, you know, cut to today where he's basically saying, that cop had no choice. He did, he did his job. He did it right. The department, <laughs> Furman. Now, to the people trying to stab, here's a little advice. Daylight? What? What in the world do you think? got to hide under the cloak of darkness, I'd say. I don't understand. Do it on a porch with a paraffin wall. Do it late. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com.
have the perfect place if you want to stab somebody. Get away with that. So O.J. Simpson was my night last night because I just giggled like a little girl. I, 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 he's the only reason I want Twitter. I do not want any social media. <laughs> right. But when And I have a good friend now, Max Power. I call him Max Powers, Max Connor. Max Power, the man with the name you'd love to touch. I have to do it every time. He sent it to me last night. He goes, uh, here you go. He's my conduit to, to OJ. Yeah, you can get it. I still get all the tweets that are important. I don't ever waste my time with uh, Rex Chapman's swings and misses, but I get a lot of Rex Chapman stuff too because he seems to be pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I don't inundate myself with everybody's thoughts on Twitter, but the one reason I want Twitter, the one and only, is, is OJ. And the only reason I want Instagram is girls getting hurt, which kind of ties back to OJ in a weird way. <laughs> I got a video of girls getting hurt. They won't show it. It's pretty great, too. So talk about a scorpion. This girl is just all over the patio. Like when you stomp on a scorpion, just bloop, there it is. And I also want to make comment on uh, <clears throat> Humpty. We lost the digital underground, a Humpty, a Humpty singer there. What was his name? Shock G? Shock G. Yeah. Shock G is gone. And I'll just let you know, I was in Florida. I don't know where he died, but I'm not responsible for it. They say there was no trauma. <laughs> they said that before, and I ended up in a courtroom. Yeah, uh, Shock G died. And white kids, now in their mid-40s, uh, miserable about the whole thing. Oh, Max Power, you found it. Max Power, he's the man whose name you'd love to touch. He changed his name to Max Power. Because there was a TV show where a bumbling detective was named Homer Simpson. And it became like the most popular show ever. But when you say it, you mustn't fear. Because his name can be said by anyone. And then Mr. Burns, Max Power. Hmm. He got it off of his hair dryer. <laughs> and he does, why he has a hairdryer, I don't know, but he got it off of his hairdryer. Max Power. So my friend Max tells me his name first time I meet him. Instead of Max Connor, and I'm like, Max Power. <laughs> Max Power. He hates it, but what are you going to do? But he's my link to O.J. Simpson. Tell me another thing. You, you don't have Twitter. No. You do. You oh, like yeah. getting in political fights on it. Oh, yeah. I have it, but I'm an, I'm an observer. I rarely <laughs> post on it. I just well, Who do you out. watch? Uh, I'll watch OJ. I'll watch a bunch of the White <laughs> Sox players. I'll oh. watch, you know, I mean. What interesting happens with White Sox players? Just different things. You know, nothing just crazy. mainly Yeah, Steve Stone, actually, I oh. watch him. He's on there. Follow uh, Guillen. Uh, he was. Ozzy. Yeah, well, Ozzy. That would have yeah. gotten me on there. I, I, all I want from my Twitter is controversy. Ice-T, I follow him, too. Oh. Is he any good on Twitter? He's all right. He likes yeah. talking a lot of I would follow the Iron Sheik. I follow oh, yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, I would follow OJ. Uh, and that's and right now probably I'd get on that Matt Getz guy just to see what absurdities he's got to throw around on Twitter because it's got to be stupid. I would only follow people that I see in trouble on the news. I'd try to find. You don't think uh, you'd follow LeBron just to see the <laughs> no, no, because that's just going to happen. Like oh my, God. what's the point of following him? Because he's he's going to just show up. See, I I I can keep up, and that's the thing I tell people all the time about social media. You don't you keep up without it. You do. I'm on top of things. Was you know, I don't necessarily have the the knowledge of who you might Jay get Paul's talking to. Tomorrow, you might get but, it quicker through the tweet, but if it's anything that goes viral, it's going to get reported. Any big deals? Yep, I get it. And OJ tweets about stabbings. People people seem to want me to have those. I got that a couple of times. But Max is Max is my OJ assistant. Maybe he said something, but I was kind of hoping OJ would have said something about the whole 420. 
and the NFL players, you know, not being oh, tested. Oh, not being able to test, yeah, yeah, test for weed. Well, there's another NFL story going around that I have my BS meters all over. Buffalo Bills fans won't be happy here, but Stephon Diggs's $300,000 car was found under a overpass abandoned in, in Miami. Now, the car is super expensive. Like, I, I'm, I'm throwing the price out 300 It might actually be more with all the stuff that's on it. It's an SUV, big. I think it's one of those super Range Rover things. It's got all the – might be the Mercedes one. I don't know which the one. Commander the G-Wagon. Yeah, the G-Wagon, the G-Wagon, but it's got extra on it. And so it's just abandoned, and oddly so. Like, this car and where it's abandoned is a weird place, too. They contacted Stefan Diggs, and the first thing he says is, well, his representative said he was out of town, loaned that car to a friend. And then his friend said, I had a flat tire, and we didn't wait around for the people to come help us fix it. Brett, I loaned you my Jeep yeah. for the weekend. Right. You get a flat. Do you just right. leave it? No. No. no you absolutely did, like, not. You, just, you did something terrible. You handle it. Yeah, you handle it because it's like, oh, this dude was kind enough to loan me this car. Now, my Jeep is by no means a $300,000 car. That, and especially this. You, you get the flat tire in South Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, and you park it under an overpass and just leave. Like, you're not going to do that, especially if my car's a quarter of a million or more. You're, you're not going to say, dude, I cannot leave this guy's car. I can't do it. It's, uh, he'll kill me, and he'd be right. And so he just left it. So something big is brewing in the – you know, again, it's all tied back to O.J. Buffalo Bills, crime, something weird's happening. Stefan might Could not be have been the guy. as the you know, guy gets flat, <clears throat> calls, and he's also uh, – you know, had a couple of drinks. Of course. Like, if I'm going to pull over, what do I do? Just leave the car. Leave. Does he call Stefan yeah, that's first? what I'm saying. Stefan and Stefan would go, okay. So you don't get busted DUI. Yeah, I'm, I'm way too, I'm going to get busted. You call a tow truck and have a yeah. tow to your house. Get out. So your friend I'll call loans you your $300,000 car. Yeah. And you go out drinking in it. Yep. Whew. That's almost go, worse to me than rolling, leaving it. You know, and how they ended up all the way there from Dirks Bentley in downtown Because <laughs> right, the only place to party when you're in a pro athlete kind of vicinity, you got you to roll to the Dirks and Gilbert. That, that was his final destination. He's leaving Miami to hit the Dirks. But seriously, think about you, that. And if you, I mean, like, you have a car like that, even if you're low in the front, you'd have roadside service. Besides that, Brady, I borrow your Lincoln Outback and find out, you find out later, sorry, dude, I got drunk and ditched it. Yeah. You'd... Wanna, well, you're not going to borrow wanna, my car well, again. Well, of course I'm not borrowing your car again. <laughs> but if I'm Stefan Diggs, I'm like, uh, yeah, the guy I thought was my friend. How do, you, how do you not rat that dude out? I know it's a white thing. But how do you not, like, turn on that guy? Like, I can't believe you, dick, really? Like, you took my car for, and you left it? And now you know that's coming back on me. He's covered for you. And that's, that's once, how, maybe. that headline right there, I know for a fact means something happened. The headline says, found abandoned near train tracks, NFL star denies wrongdoing. Well, nobody said anything about wrongdoing yet. We, we, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. The car broke down, and you're trying to pick it up. Yeah, that's not the uh, where that's being G-Wagon, picked up. That's, yeah, that doesn't look like side the way, of the road. It also isn't side of the road. It's under an overpass <laughs> yeah. in bushes. Like, you don't get flats right there. And, you're not pu- and it's next to a chain-link fence you have to actually work to get behind. Something horrible is happening in Stefan Diggs' car, and that... Hello, Twitter world, by the way. Thanks to Stefan for letting me borrow his G-Wagon this weekend. Sorry about that, player. Yeah, so this one has my Ryan Lochte, Jesse Smollett uh, antenna up that I think is going to grow. That's weird. 
You don't borrow somebody. I wouldn't borrow Toledo's Yaris and it gets a flat. And I'm just going, well, let me just push it under this overpass into some bushes and just leave. I would make sure my friend's car is, uh, you know, God, I can't just leave this guy's car. I don't care if it's a cheap car, an expensive car. I would call you first and go, Toledo, your car broke down. What do you want me to do? So you wouldn't do this. The friend, the spokesperson said, got a flat tire, called for a tow, didn't wait for the company to arrive, just left the scene. Right, so that's they'll, what I mean. they'll fix it. They'll he, get it. Even if he was drunk. Like, how, like, that looks to me like he was either drunk or something terrible happened, and they had to ditch the vehicle. At least he called roadside. So <laughs> this is not that's good. easily debunked, too. you got to right. have a tow company out there that says, yeah, we got to call, because the cops are the ones that that's towed it. That's a good it. point. Yeah, the cops, the tow truck never showed never up. Never showed up. That's a good point, too, Toledo. Yeah, the tow truck that he called for that he was waiting for didn't know he left. Right. They would have shown up and said, yeah, we were there, and no one was there. Yep. Yeah, they had call? to go. Check they had your to phone. Go. This well, is easy to fix. The cops have the ties to the – or the tow truck, the tow truck company right. has, a, has a tie to the cops. They would have said, hey. Well, he's got to uh, say who he called, though. Like, yeah. they can't just yep. guess. So he would say, who, what, what company did you call? Yep. Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, it's, in my, it's in my phone. All right. Yeah, they'll look call into him. that. Call I already see what time that. he called. Oh, you did? Well, we've got phone records. Mm. So we'll, uh, this it. is not adding up at all. But like you said, even if they came out, you still have to have someone there. Right. Because you're not going to just pick up the car. Right, but they would have shown up. Yeah. And then a, a day later, they're like, no, the cops came and picked up. It's a, this, this story to me, as I read it, was like, oh, boy, he killed Humpty. <laughs> That's what oh, happened. Man. <laughs> the Humpty, Brett and I were talking about that. That was uh, in the wheelhouse. of You were a sophomore. I was a junior or senior. Yeah. And uh, white people high schools of Dobson oh, and Gilbert, nope. and that was an anthem to crackers. That was that was at that time when white parents were like, "Well, it's not so bad." <laughs> he got busy in a Burger cute. King. He's adorable. Oh, and, I had the dance floor packed in R and R USA. Are you kidding? Maybe had to play it twice. In one <laughs> yeah, night. you in white capital of Ohio. That had to be like the well. This is dangerous music. <laughs> Well, and then nothing but trouble comes out, and they're and they're in it. Forget it. Yeah, the worst part. Right. They were the best part of that movie. They were the best part of that movie. That movie was horrible. I forgot all. What you talk about, Judge? Nothing but trouble. Because the Humpties are in it. I don't know a lot of uh, black rap fans who place them high up. They kind of look at it like that's when it all started getting weird. That's where Tupac got his start. I know. And then look what happened. But, uh, but Brett's right. <laughs> and then look what happened. If you look at you look, and look what ha- look what happened. Yeah. Here. Well, you got Brett's right. The rest of Digital Underground is a. It's almost like Living Color. Yeah. Like you hear the one song, you're like Cult of Personality. This is the best rock band ever. And then you listen, and you're like, they're kind of a jazz fusion rock thing. What's yeah. going on here? Digital Underground was. I think you said Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah, they were. Style. They were yeah. yeah, they were. They, they were, were funk band. for uh, for you know the rap scene. They were. Yeah. They were good once you get past the Humpty Dance. Yeah, the Humpty Dance. And he was worked the, with yeah. a lot of different artists. I, I didn't realize how many he. Sure, he's a producer too. Yeah. But think of think of this like as people kind of scoff at the death of Shock G. Without him, probably Will Smith, maybe Houdini, and a two, uh, you know, uh, Tone Loke to a certain degree. Although that did scare some women because. He sang about rape with in a cute way, like that young MC, Monkey Cold Medina. Yeah, the dudes who were. I mean, those, those were the ones high. that made white people start to pay attention. Yeah, and that brought on that whole white thing of people going, bringing this to mom and dad, and then yeah. the, the debate of. Yeah, I thought this was the stupidest song ever. Me, I'll kiss you back. 
way you look kind of cute to me. I it was also bubblegum adorable. Yeah. Uh, once you have a radio hit, you want to have yeah, another but one. I like my rapping blacks to be a little bit mean. <laughs> and kiss you back. I, I don't want to kiss you and I kiss you back. I don't, that's not, I'm not doing that. I like my African American rap stars to have an edge. I don't want them to do stuff that makes uh, you it know. Kind of got into the De La Soul kind yeah, of. Yeah, uh, I don't groove. want my mom to go like this. Sounds great. I don't want that. I didn't want that. So I was never a digital underground, but it did introduce rap like full on mainstream. It was official by the time that came out, and then it started to show up at weddings, and then like people in their thirties. Started to like it because it became safe. And that was the dangerous part. Rap was never supposed to be they a safe Burger game. King. Right. Same and at that exact same time, <laughs> um all music rock and roll started to become a weird safe place. All the music that was designed to have edge and kick a little bit had become this weird safe thing. Even rock had to have like every tough rock band had to have I saw red. When I opened up the door, like, ooh, they're doing a ballad per record oh, yeah. for safety's sake and trying to, and, you know, it's business, but what's this one? And I don't want to be the jerk that says we're borderline here stepping on fetched music. This is minstrel show stuff. This is for white people at this point. That, and then when. Crisscross and look, I was as guilty of going. All right, I was being entertained by the. So I know this bad stuff. That kid was in a band called Immature, one of those <laughs> right. one of those young bands. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was it's, Chris or Cross. I wasn't sure up, which no, one that no, was. Yeah, was think about all the sure. stuff that started to come out to just for white people, and it was just aimed yep. at us. And we're like, yep. they don't like it when and it's too. And we low. lapped it up, and we sucked it and down then, like the Toledo eating an apple. And then when Baby Got Back came out, it exploded. It. Oh, yeah. Forget it. And I remember watching talk shows like it brought what the is girls that? out on the dance floor. Oh, yeah. And then oh, within oh, a year, I'll get a show off. Within yeah. a year of that, the police, <laughs> our parents were like, well, ah! he seems to like this rap music, and that makes me a little nervous that we're into the urban stuff. Though. I don't see it going that bad so fast. And then. The police. <laughs> what is this NWA nonsense? What's that stand Still for? Still didn't change. White uh, teams uh, lapped it with up. Attitude, uh. How in the world did Northwest Airlines not sue? <laughs> NWA was their thing. Yeah, TWA, which I don't know what attitude. It, I think it's like awful women. That's the word I came up with. Now, you know, you trans with attitude. Trans with attitude. Trans world. But, you know, that's now. That's a, the 40-year gap there. NWA was an airline. That was a real thing. And then these guys came out and like, hmm, I couldn't look at one of those planes without laughing. And they had NWA written on the side of it. Then they just switched to Northwest. But white people. Dropped the WA and just had the N. We'll just use the big N word plane. I don't see that going poorly. <laughs> it's the big, we're the plane with the N word. Yep. Put it on the tail. Stick it on the tail. Giant N. <laughs> Nobody will think of anything but Northwest Airlines. Think of an N-word, you think Northwest Airlines. Just the, the word N-word. That's us. That's us. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, and Sun's first-round draft pick Nick Vanos died on the N-word. What? Like 1987, the plane crashed in Detroit. And uh, Sun's oh, first-round right. pick Nick, Nick Vanos was on that. It was weird. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so Humpty getting the Humpty getting the rolls in the eyes and everybody's saying Humpty dance. you got to remember the impact that that had at that time. 1989, at that time, the way Whitey started to eat up. I've been to... Uh, a wedding, two weddings, where Brady danced with black people to something similar to that, if it wasn't that. You know all the words to that song. 
Yeah. Which is more proof that it became a white <laughs> frat yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. You like that one. I did too. We were white. It was targeted to us. How about the cultures that this guy's crossed? John, they were like urban Christopher Christofferson. Chris Christofferson. <laughs> what? Wow. I'm did not, Chris Christofferson bring us? I'm not quite getting the tie there. Street but, country? Man. Street country. Yeah, like a great alternative band. country? Yeah, I don't know. What was he? Alternative Good morning, rap. John. <laughs> what did he bring us that was so different? I don't remember much he did. Chris Christofferson didn't do. Other than Convoy. He was a writer. Convoy was Convoy great. Convoy was yeah. not was even that was so bad. It was yeah. good. That was C.W. McCall. McCall. No, I mean the movie. I saw oh, that's true. I, yeah, oh. I can't think of anything else <laughs> he's done. And he was the original you, wait, Bradley. You saw the movie Convoy? Oh, yeah, when I was a kid? Hell yeah. You I did? My dad was no, a truck driver. Your mom was a truck driver. How dare you? My dad was a truck driver. It was mandatory. Yeah, that's you got to watch it this weekend. I saw Convoy. My dad or mom. No offense. <laughs> Neither were truck Full drivers. No offense. What are you talking about? No, your mom was a truck driver. I'm, who knows what you're did, that, did that start maybe thinking, you know what, being on the road? Maybe he brought, Sweet. maybe this guy's saying it brought that miserable redneck culture to oh. mainstream society. But I lived in West Virginia. Well, I lived in Indiana during Convoy. But when Smoking the Bandit came out, I lived in West Virginia. And you'd have thought that every day was a parade, that their lifestyle was being celebrated. Yeah, Chris Christopherson. <laughs> He looks like the outlaw of country, him, Waylon, and Willie. But he looks like a male model. I don't know what was so outlawish about him. He was the pretty one in the Four Horsemen thing or whatever they called that band. Oh, yeah. The Highwaymen? The Highwaymen, yeah. Yeah. And he was Bradley Cooper's role in A Star is Born. Yeah. Again. The OG. Another movie, even as a child, I'm like, why is this guy chasing Barbara Streisand? I don't think so. Yeah, guy that looked like that chasing her. Yeah, yeah really. and the same with Bradley Cooper chasing Lady Gaga. I mean, it was the exact same thing. I'm like, he kills himself in the end. I know that. And in the Chris Christopherson one, it's a car accident. And then in, more accurately, in the Bradley Cooper one, he hangs himself because he saw Lady Gaga <laughs> naked, which is what any normal man would do after seeing that. <laughs> the reason there's no words to that hit song is because he's trying to hold back his dry heave. In the shower. <laughs> he just incorporated oh, it in the Just song. keep it in the recording. <laughs> In the shadow. <laughs> oh, keep picturing her naked. <laughs> so I don't know what Chris Christopherson and Humpty have to do together, but you got to tip your cap because Digital Underground, without that Humpty dance, we had a, a little more road to pave to get white people into the rap. But I remember sitting next to this. She was a bigger blonde girl, and I think she had the foresight of seeing her future when Tone Loke and Baby Got Back came out around the same time, and she was in the Funky Cold Medina and Wild Thing. Baby's Got Back and Wild Thing, and she would sing those songs, and I'm like, this this uh, fat blonde girl is into this thing. I don't understand her connection to this, but it seems like she really likes it. And now, I mean, if that was today, she'd be married to a rapper because oh, yeah. she was big and blonde, and that's all it takes. Really, that's it. Got jiggy with it. Oh man! I remember when Humpty came out? My buddy, my buddy in high school, we'd all be sitting in the parking lot, and he, you, you could hear that <laughs> bass line <laughs> because he pulled the speakers out of his house <laughs> and wire tied into the, his uh, his car speakers, <laughs> and that's all you would hear. There comes Dan again. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of it that started to come out, and you started to realize, uh oh, they're trying to get this uh, urban this urban music into the hands of Whitey. And I remember those talk shows were hilarious where white parents were furious that this black culture stuff had popped into their house. What's next? Living near them? <laughs> Good Lord. I miss Reagan so much. Sugar Hill game broke the ice. 
Yeah, but that was just nobody knew what it was. But not with white people. Oh, and later, big. not later. It was all street club music, and then it, and and you know what broke the ice with white people was Blondie. Sugar Hill yeah. Gang was around oh, yeah. years prior to that. Nobody paid attention to it. Then Blondie she gets did credit Rapture. for the first rap. Yeah, and then so then then people were like, what's this Sugar Hill Gang? That was probably seven years after they had started doing stuff in New York. They were around. White people. Knew it was there, but it wasn't anything until like the Will Smiths or the Super Safe Nightmare on My Street. It Not broke right. it in with the uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Parents cool just don't understand. <laughs> Parents just don't <laughs> understand. Yeah, you'd have a few moments where there was some patter, but it, but it better have some singing. Did you ever see back in the day Two Live Crew on Donahue's show, and they performed? Oh yeah, phenomenal. Oh man, that is that is must must watch. That so, is Luther. that on YouTube? Oh yeah, yeah I think Luther. I, uh, how long have you guys been yeah. together? <laughs> Suck on my D like a rat. Nibble. What in the? Yeah, Donahue, we make us songs about the street. Now, you guys are banned. Yeah. It's the same old story when rock and roll came out. I love Donahue. Donahue was about, I didn't know he had two live crew. Oh, on yeah. Oh, oh, he was losing to Oprah at that point because Oprah started to whip his ass, and Donahue was the st- oh, Donahue was Oprah way before Oprah. Like in a big, oh, my God, you forgot it so fast. Is that Toledo? Yeah. <laughs> They performed on Donahue. And you know what's great about Donahue's show, and I know this firsthand? You don't know what the show's about when you stand in line. Watch these. Check the white women's reaction. hilarious. There's Luther. All right, now we know what kind of audience we got. Old white people. Oh. She's kind of dance a little. Oh, Grandma's getting into it. Donnie, who's all the is just hilarious in this video. Donnie, whose audience is being <laughs> Even the black guy's like, this ain't the stuff I live in. <laughs> these, these crackers just now finding out about this? Uh-oh. Oh. And it, it, it was. It was like if you put African bambatsu up in front of the Donahue audience, <laughs> they'd be like, well, culturally, this is different than anything I've ever seen. Donnie audience, raise your hands in the air if you haven't done some trouble butter up a butt in a motel six. Make yourself at home. I want to girl behind closed doors. You would drink my Oh, Donahue was a badass. I had no idea. Look at him that. now. Oh, man, that oh, now look at that. <laughs> Drink his what? You call this music? Whoa. Oh, there are some concerned white women. This, this is must-see oh, TV. Yeah. Is... Oh, I feel kind of about a cool this. song, too. Kind of like what they did there with Van Halen. All right. I know how I feel about it. I want more. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff.
We put that up just on the Facebook reaction. Page. Just watching Whitey in the audience watching oh, this is man. hilarious. Because they had no idea. Oh, no. At that point, they're like, it's just a new style of urban drumming. <laughs> oh, you had no idea. Donahue's like, watch this, Gladys. <laughs> Hold my beer. We'll be right back on more Donahue. WGN, we'll be right back. I used to watch Donahue as a kid. I love Donahue. Oh, Go into the audience, get some questions. Yeah, you got some questions for Luther Campbell? <laughs> Skywalker, anybody? Oh, I love that. Uh, it's 620. I want to I want to watch that entire episode. I want to hear the question. Is the whole episode available? I don't. I just see the performance. But oh, I need the full hour of Donahue and two live crew. Woo. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. I want more. <laughs> And Arsenio was coming on, and Whitey was nervous back then. They're starting to kind of show up at everything now. And oh, they did face down, ass up on the Donahue show, apparently, too. <laughs> they did a second number? Yeah, Donahue so. didn't oh, think it was yeah. enough for those people to hear the first yeah. one. Get me some of that. <laughs> so Donahue didn't think they got the message when that weird dude said, you're going to drink my... Oh, my God. <laughs> that. Hilarious. Just in case you didn't hear it the first time, here's more. Two Life Crew. All right, oh, head to our Facebook page right now and watch that yeah, video. You, I highly recommend it because the reactions are fantastic. If people love reaction videos, this is one of them. <laughs> Let's get ourselves a wake-up song. And no, not 2 Live Crew or Digital Underground or anything like that. Although, tip of the cap, Shock G. Maybe we have Absolutely. to think we, throw, the, we did our tribute. The reactions are very similar to the throat whistler from yesterday. No, they're not. <laughs> no, no. You're, you're, you're confusing uh, <laughs> hatred with uh, absolute disdain. I don't like this at all. Compared to, will someone light that man on fire? What is this? This is not. I could actually see where Two Life Crew had a future. Throat whistler. <laughs> Good Lord. What year is he living in? 1790? What a talent. Uh, give us the wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! 98. What? 98. No way. 